Fruits and vegetables are integral to any healthy diet. But why do so few Americans actually eat the recommended servings of produce every day? Because it can be difficult to prepare that much produce daily. Even processes like juicing leave out pulp and other parts of the produce that are dense in nutrients you need to stay healthy. Balance of Nature is the best way you can get all of the recommended servings of fruits and vegetables every day without eating a mountain of produce. By taking Balance of Nature, you are giving your body all the nutrients it needs to increase your cell's vitality. Get the nutrition that can only be found in whole, natural fruits and vegetables by calling 1-800-246-8751 right now. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. When you realize that mainstream media has sold you a box of rocks, it's time to tune into the Kate Daly Show, America's newest addiction. The show starts now. Thousands of first responders don't get a COVID vaccine by today's deadline. They have just five more hours to get the shot or be put on unpaid leave. CBS News and John Diaz has more. We'll be okay. Police Commissioner German Shea putting on a confident face, saying the NYPD's contingency plan is set if a possible staffing shortage happens come Monday, bringing the total up to 80% of the police force vaccinated, 65% of firefighters are currently vaccinated, 67% of sanitation workers, and 80% of EMS. The leader of Local 2507, which represents uniformed EMTs, paramedics, and fire inspectors, is proud of his workers. They're the lowest paid of all first responders. It's been challenging for them to get the vaccine. Uh, most of them work two jobs. Sometimes they do all the time, all week to, to survive. Hi there. Hey, Daily Show Live on a Friday. And uh, it's just you and me, kid. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you some things about pharma that really are going to put things into perspective. Some things that are not talked about. I even have people that are in the know that go, what? I mean, it's crazy, the big picture on this. So I would like to dive into that today. And I also wanted to tell you, I will take your calls too. I spent a local hour with uh, Robin Openshaw, and but it had great information for all of you. And I do hope that you listen to it on podcast today because we talked about both of our experiences of being sick and we talked about or my, my husband being sick and her being sick. And we talked about some of the things you need to be very aware of. And she has a huge following. Robin Openshaw, Green Smoothie Girl. She actually has this huge following and so very smart and keeps up on all of this and very outspoken on all of this. And uh, she goes around and speaks across the nation and I mean, all kinds of, um, you know, she's just amazing. Anyway, I just get that hour and listen to it so that you can get some helpful information because she tells you how to get ivermectin four different ways. And all you have to do is go to the website, take action for freedom, four words, take action forfreedom.com and then put a forward slash and put I V M as in Mary for ivermectin. Okay. I V M. So take action for freedom.com and then forward slash I V M. I'll put it in show notes, but 
I think I did yesterday or the day before. But anyway, there's four. You give your email address to her, and there's four different ways, and she'll contact you if there's more updates on those things too. One of the ways is through India, but. You need to have it on hand. I'm getting far too many emails from people that are desperate as a loved one goes in the hospital and they're like, what do we do? And they should have had all of these things beforehand and they should have been doing the easy, easily treatable thing, right? You would think. So please, you know, with flu and cold season coming on and pneumonia season, um, you're going to see a lot of friends and family sick. So start putting together some little gift packs of all the things they need if they can't do it themselves. And let's start really helping each other. And if you're alone and you feel like you don't have a voice to, to help you or you can't get anything, get a hold of me. I'll help you maybe with somebody in your area that can help you. People are ready to help. They just, we all need to kind of take part in and be individually responsible as well to get these things now while you can. Because once you once you have a hard time breathing or you're sick, you don't think the same. It's harder to think. And so I really want you to put together a plan and, and these desperate emails. I mean, oh my gosh, it's too many of them. Okay, here's the second item of business. The walkout. The walkout November 8th through the 11th. Um, what they, what they're kind of have been talking about is the fact that November 3rd is a one day event and that might create a big media stir, but they thought that also, because there's two events, there's one on the third and then one eight through the 11th, the eight through the 11th would actually maybe wake a lot of people up because it would be three to four days of not working. And then also, um, crippling the system so that we can get a little shockeroo to the system right before Thanksgiving to show that this would be the biggest walkout in America. We're not going to put up with this. And there are some industries out there that I can't say are very uh, gung ho about, about saying we're, we're out of there on the eighth. We are not going to show up for work. And there's a huge slew of people as well that are backing this and supporting this um, from Simone Gold to Flynn to, I mean, you name it, all across the board, even Charlie Kirk. So the November 8th thing is a big deal. And it's truly one of the ways we can show our power. And it really isn't going to take a huge amount of sacrifice. But I would say sacrifice so that we can demonstrate liberty against the force of a mandate to body autonomy. Um, also they mentioned, uh, Alzheimer's drug. They're calling it the $70 trillion drug. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take anything that comes out of pharma. I'm, I just, I'm so abhorred by pharma that I can't bring myself to ever, ever think that anything they're going to put out now wouldn't be as deadly or as harmful as anything they could ever concoct. I, I, after, after seeing the shots, you know, I put up on the website, I put up on the Kate Daly show page on Facebook. Tell me about all your incidences with family and friends that have gotten sick after they took the shot. And it's just, it, it just keeps loading with, with, I know five people, I know six people, heart conditions, death, um, paralysis. I, I mean, I was blown away. I'm still blown away as the page builds and builds. I, I think I put it up last night, late. Oh my gosh. I, it, the comments are out of control. You guys, when one, when one outlet out in September said, hey, you know, we wanted to cover some of these. You guys keep saying there's these uh, reaction stories. Okay, let's hear it. 244,000 overnight reaction stories. 
that aren't hitting the news. And I don't know if you noticed this, but in the New York clip that I just played, because they're going to be, you know, striking on Monday, their deadlines tonight in New York, firefighters, garbage collectors, I mean, you name it. Um, the excuse that they gave was this. Do you guys, okay, let me, let me play this again. Workers, they're the lowest paid of all first responders. It's been challenging for them to get the vaccine. Challenge? Uh, most of them work two jobs. Sometimes they do all the time, oh, all week. that's to, why they don't survive. want it. They can't get it. They can't, they can't go down and get it in a whole year. Wait, what? <laughs> do you guys notice that they will not say that people are against it? Do you see the pictures of all the firefighters in the streets? They still will not say that they're against it. They come up with every excuse in the book. Every excuse in the book. They will refuse to say the media that anyone's against it or give it a second of bad press. And even going as far as to say that they uh, couldn't have find the time because they're so busy. Really? You're so busy. <laughs> they refuse to tell you the truth. Lying scumbags. They're media whores. They'll do whatever. They'll tell you whatever the people that own them want to tell you. And they'll do it with a smile and for a dollar. That's a whore. I mean, come on, you guys. You guys know it. Okay. This is going to be broadcast on Sunday night on Halloween on 60 Minutes. You ready to be shocked about this? Listen up. This is going to be broadcast on Sunday night on Halloween. Here you go. Some lenders routinely use complex artificial intelligence algorithms to determine who qualifies for loans. Global financial markets are moved by decisions made by machines analyzing huge amounts of data in ways even their programmers don't always understand. Harari says the countries and companies that control the most data will in the future be the ones that control the world. Today in the world, data is worth much more than money. Ten years ago, you had these big corporations paying billions and billions for WhatsApp, for Instagram, and people wondered, are they crazy? Why do they pay billions to get this application that doesn't produce any money? And the reason why? Because it produced data. And data is the key. The world is increasingly kind of cut up into spheres of, 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 of data collection, of data harvesting. Uh, in the Cold War, you had the Iron Curtain. Now you have the Silicon Curtain between the USA and China. And where does the data go? California, or does it go to Shenzhen and to Shanghai and to Beijing? Harari is concerned the pandemic has opened the door for more intrusive kinds of data collection, including biometric data. Listen. What is biometric data? It's data about what's happening inside my body. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. I just want to make sure you heard that. <clears throat> and one more time, just for kicks. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. Oh, okay. So I'm supposed to be crazy conspiracy theorist, but I can watch 60 Minutes and be told by, what's his name? Yuval Noah Har- Harari. 
what's coming with an interview with Anderson Cooper. And this just rolls off his tongue like, what? It's fine. Under your skin, your data that comes from all your biometrics in your body. This is the next phase. We'll be able to tell you anything about your body, what's going on with you. And it'll be recorded like any other data, and it's under your skin. What he's not saying is it's in your body, produced with a shot, got in your body, and they're able to tell what's going on with you at all times, and you can't escape it. I can take the batteries out of my phone and lock it in my car and go have a conversation. I've done it a lot. But, and I mean batteries out, locked in a car. That's how badly I have to do it in order to get away from my phone surveillance. But they're telling you on 60 Minutes on Sunday night, they're going to be broadcasting this as if this is just totally normal. Yeah, totally normal. But we're conspiracy theorists because we know this, because we're listening to it. I listened to this interview, and now I'm a conspiracy theorist because I say these things. (laughs) Okay. Uh, On mainstream, on mainstream. By the way, you guys figured out yet that they're trying to get people to quit and walk off the job so they don't have their pensions, so they give up their pensions because possibly Patrick was right when he said, hmm, they've stolen all the pension money. They're trying to get you to walk off the job. This is why you have to be fired so you have a case. They're trying to get people to walk off the job and they're claiming the vaccination numbers are much higher than they are. They wouldn't be worried about 20% not vaccinated. That's a crock. Whoops, be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Daly Show. So much to talk about today, and I want to get to all of it. Uh, in fact, uh, make sure you go to MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com is uh, just uh, an amazing sponsor of the show. We partnered up. They've been great to the show and necessary, <laughs> and uh, you're getting fantastic products for helping the show, and I can't tell, I just can't say enough about it. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Kate. Um, or you can just use Kate when you go to MyPillow.com. Either way. But let me tell you, um, it helps the show. And if you want truth in radio and you want to hear these guests, and I want to hear these guests too, um, please, by all means, go to MyPillow.com and support the show. And uh, they're so generous and they're amazing. And amazing products. I stand by all the products. I mean, I wasn't going to have them be a sponsor if I didn't absolutely love their products. So I tell people about their products all the time and I give them for gifts. And I'm just telling you, it's a great way to do it. You can get up to 75% off if you use the code Kate. 75% off. You always want deals like that, right? Well, you can have it right now. Um, so go to MyPillow.com and support the show. And uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. Hi there. Uh, enjoying the show today. Thank you. Got you. a great show going today. Thanks. Um, 
I, I was laughing at your advertisement for the 60 minute show for Sunday. Yeah. Isn't it funny how their their rankings are in the in the trash and yes. Anderson Cooper of all people? Yes. Uh, it's like they try to give you a little bit of truth just to get you to come watch the show to maybe boost their ratings. I know. I know. And I can't believe they're just saying these things out loud and acting like it's totally normal, but then crucifying anybody that comments about it like you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, it's like, make up your mind. <laughs> Do you want to give us the info or, or are you going to just want to, you know, I think they just want to demonize. They just want to demonize anybody that, that, that listens, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But what did you, what was on your uh, mind? I was going to, have you ever had a Dr. Vla, um, uh, Zelenko, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko on your show? Yes, I have. He was great. Uh, yes. He I is have. awesome. I've been following him. Yeah. And you can actually go to his Facebook page and friend him and he will friend you back. Oh, yes. And I have his supplement, a link to his supplement. I put it on there when he came on the show and then I forgot to talk about it when he was on. But he has a, a supplement that has a quercetin and it has all the things that he recommends because he's the first frontline doctor. I mean, this is the one that started the frontline doctors and he has it all in yeah. one that you can buy and you can take that. And it's amazing. And one thing I found out the other day from looking at looking at all his data and everything uh -huh. is uh, I was taking 50 milligrams of zinc, uh -huh. and they say that's actually bad for you because of the copper. Mm -hmm. uh, they say you need to take uh, maybe 25 to 30 at the most. Yeah. I've heard that, except that most people are pretty deficient, too. And uh, his supplement, I think, rounds up, rounds up the numbers pretty well. And so that, that uh, Zelenko uh, vitamin that he put together for this specifically is on the bottom of my homepage, and you can click and, and order that. Um, but I have found that uh, quercetin is, is pretty amazing. We've talked about it a lot on the show, and it opens up the cells, uh, just like uh, hydro, uh, hydroxychloroquine. And, um, and if you can't get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, you're going to you were going to say that that quercetin is a, a great alternative to that over-the-counter yes yeah yes i actually went some and went and found some at the health food store yesterday uh -huh. and uh and i'm not, i'm definitely going to go on robin's site too and check out check out the ivermectin as well mainly just to build up you know have your supplies you know built up to right. help yourself your family and your friends yeah, yeah. And, I, and your neighbors. I love it. I think it's great. All, you can get that on hand today. You can go to a health food store and nab it. And uh, quercetin's awesome. So it opens up the cell for that zinc uh, to go in, and that's what you need. And, and thank you for that, because we just need those reminders that, hey, there are some things we can get over the counter and um, and not, you know, uh, not built by pharma. So that's great. Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate that. I always appreciate all of you guys. I mean, all of you guys are have great info. So... Let me just, let me just first off, um, <laughs> I, I want to give you a little bit of this history on pharma because once you see the big picture, you can't unsee it. And I have found the biggest disconnect right now with trying to understand what's good and bad coming from pharma and over vaccines, right? And now we have shots that aren't vaccines, but they're called vaccines. And I think it's pretty confusing. But once you see it laid out, it's insanity once you see it laid out. And the, the other reason I'm going to say this is when people, when I meet liberals who think I'm on planet, you know, crazy for having all the thoughts that I do and their heads are in the sand and they think everything's moving along wonderfully in America. Um, I don't know how they could think that, but they do. They do. They think you're crazy. You're, you're nuts. 
for not going along with all this. We're getting great advice from our government and Fauci, you know? And so um, what I have found is, is that this is truly, well, let me put it this way. When I run across people that are Christian and I say, well, what do you think that believe and understand Satan, that understand what's going on here truly at the core, what do you think he controls? What industries? Where do, you, where do you think he has power? Where do you think he wants to um, wants to go with all this? And no, I'm, I'm not a Christian show, okay? Um, and if you just found me on the radio, but I just want you to ask yourself that. What, what would he control? And would he do it long term? And would he develop things that become part of our society um, that we think are awesome, that we think have been bamboozled to think that we need? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> course so have you ever heard of henry uh william henry welch william henry welch was born in the 1800s he was a fauci back in the day this is what they had as fauci they didn't know that though he was groomed he was funded he was willing he was a yale a yale man he was skull and bones his name is very important, although he's never talked about. And I'll tell you why. William Henry Welch. Okay. He was a skull and bones guy. And the Rockefellers at the time wanted to take control of the medical field. We had country doctors at the time. They weren't controlled by anybody. They just dealt with their populace, usually a rural community or in the cities. And, and that was that. They were privately educated, privately, you know, basic private doctors. But I think they could see early on that medical tyranny was going was gonna to have to rule, that, that there could be a lot of profit made if they could control the doctors. There'd be a lot of profit made if they could get pharma to be created, to be able to take the place of all natural medicines and, and natural things that they had been using. A lot of Indian recipes, a lot of different things, right? So... Welch was their guy, just like Fauci is the guy now. This was their guy. This was kind of their spokesperson. This was the guy on the scene. And after Yale, his biography gave this single sentence. And the single sentence was this. He went over to Germany for training. Moving on. <laughs> you know, it was like, wait a minute. Why did he go to Germany for training? Why? Why did he do that? What did he, what did he do there to get trained? Why did he have to go there? And who trained him, more importantly? And for what? Because when he came back, there was a plan to engineer the late 1800s Johns Hopkins as the hub of the new organized crime medical community. Okay? I've done the history on Johns Hopkins. This is not what I'm talking about. It was just used as the platform. It was used as the place that would gain the so-called respect, right? And in 1913, the Rockefeller Foundation sponsored a conference on the need for public health education in the United States. So it was called the Welch-Rose Report of 1915. These were two different guys who laid out the needs for adequately trained public health workers and envisioned an institute of hygiene for the United States. Remember at the time, 
that and I and I did the study on Johns Hopkins. I mean, I did that show. But remember, at the time, there wasn't a need for that in a free country called America. Because what they were talking about was socialized medicine. It was control from the top, from the government coming down into the sector of the health field. In America, we did not want that. We did not need that. So they had to lie to come up with a need for public health and to use Johns Hopkins and public health to also get pharma in the door. You see how that works? So they had to create a lie. And and if you listen to my show on Johns Hopkins, they created the lie on hookworm. It's down in the South. It wasn't killing anyone. It was just, it was, it was a nuisance. Doctors were dealing with it. Doctors would have been just fine. But what they did was just like with COVID, okay, they said, Ooh, this is something we could use. We could use hookworm. We could go down and look like we solved a problem. And basically, we're just doing a couple of things that they would have known how to do anyway. But if we do this and it hits the press and it says, we solved hookworm. See, you need us. You need public health. You need a whole new division of health care that comes from the governments funded by the government. And the people at the time didn't really see it. They didn't see what was going on. They were suckered in to, oh, we need this. See, we had had the little smallpox scare that was actually taken care of pretty well. I mean, it wasn't like everyone had smallpox or everything was coming down with smallpox, but they were getting these ways into the door for pharma. They were getting these things that were starting to come up that were being introduced. And, and so they had to get a foot in the door, so they used hookworm to do it. And so Welch was going to be their first director of the Johns Hopkins And then he went off to Germany first to get well-trained in a new study of chemicals. This was in the late 1800s before they instituted him as the director of the new Johns Hopkins, the first director. He went off to get study in Germany. Why is all roads lead back to Germany? And uh, pathogens from the scientists that they were working on in the time. So in the time, it was synthetic dyes, like what you dye your materials with, okay? And they found the color magenta and fuchsia. And they decided that, wow, this could be really cool. Well, synthetic dyes for clothing and for everything else became pharma. That's what became the ingestible pharma. And it was the German scientists that wanted the patents on these. It was the German scientists that, that, that wanted to train on these. Had a, had a very uh, huge interest in growing this. So Welch went over and was trained by these guys. He was trained by these German scientists in pharma and then became the first director of Johns Hopkins. And Johns Hopkins was used for this purpose. Public health was engineered from the very beginning on a lie of solving hookworm to basically hook the people (laughs) into believing that we had to have doctors controlled by public health, that we had to have the then education controlled by government because public health then would rob the doctors of all of their abilities as doctors and basically turn them into a prescription writing machine for symptoms. You have a symptom, I'm going to write you a script. That's all they wanted doctors to do. And I did full shows on that, right? 
But I will talk a little bit more about how pharma took off and how they had to have a vaccine, a vaccine empire that we never needed in this last century to be able to push everything forward. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time, you can get my six-piece towel sets, regularly $109.99, now only $39.99, the lowest price ever with your promo code. Use Kate, K-A-T-E, as the promo code or go to MyPillow.com forward slash Kate and get up to 75% off. These towels are amazing. So are the pillows, so are the sheets, everything else, but oh my gosh, the towels are amazing. Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hope you're doing well. You know, they're trying to say now that antidepressants can help you stay away from COVID. Yeah. Let's have some pharma before we give you pharma. Oh, anyway. Yeah. If you believe that, I do have oceanfront property for you in the Midwest. Uh, Antidepressants to help you not get a respiratory cold. Yeah, I think that was Wall Street Journal even. Mm-hmm. All right, so welcome back. KateDallyShow.com, uh, KateDallyRadio.com. I also wanted to tell you too, um, Balance of Nature, what a great, great supplement. You know if I'm going to talk about it on the show every day that it is an amazing supplement. Um, it's a whole food supplement, very rare these days. <laughs> and uh, not it doesn't have any synthetics in it. It's not full of pesticides. It's not full of GMOs. I mean, it's amazing. And they do, they just do a stellar job. Go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate. They've also partnered up with the show and they are so generous to the show and they just are great. They're fantastic. Um, you'll love it. No more blah days for you. And uh, you're going to feel better, look better, sleep better, 
everything. It's awesome product. We love it at our house. We won't go without it. My relatives won't go without it. Make sure you have it too. Balanceofnature.com forward slash Kate. So let me just let me just keep going for just a second here because I'm going to lead into some stuff that a lot of people I don't think they've heard about ever. So over in Germany, um, IG Farben and, and Hoegd and Bear, all of these companies merged together to design pharmaceuticals and dangerous concoctions about the same time that um, that Johns Hopkins was coming about over here after we sent Welch over to Germany to get trained over there. And um, so now he's the director of Johns Hopkins, and he would be really instrumental in cementing the Rockefeller government-controlled healthcare, right along with the introduction into pharma. So holistic medicines and natural remedies and even like CBD, all these things that we had that were working and they were okay, would start to get demonized, demonized in lieu of completely bringing pharma in. And at the control center, when you have when you've introduced public health to take away from the doctors part of their duties and reassign them to public health, well, you, then you're controlling the education too. You're controlling the education, and they went from 160 schools for education in 1906 down to by 1944. So before World War One, they had 160 different schools, medical schools in the United States. After World War II, just in that little segment of those couple of decades, three decades, they had only 69 schools. They chopped it into a third because they were more controlled. The, the education the doctors were getting was more controlled by that time. So there was a, there was a thing called the Flexner Report, the Flexner Report. And this did all the damage to holistic medicine and natural remedies. And Abraham Flexner was the guy. And he was told by the Rockefellers to run around the country and evaluate the effectiveness of therapies taught in medical schools and other institutions of the healing arts. And Rockefeller wanted to dominate control over petroleum, petrochemicals, pharmaceuticals, right, which are all derived from coal tars or crude oil and he arranged for this company standard oil of new jersey did did bush senior bush just come to mind yeah his him and his father owned standard oil um which had a lot to do with the cuban crisis of the 60s as well but anyway standard oil of new jersey um he arranged for this company standard oil abraham flexner that wrote the Flexner report against holistic um, to obtain controlling interest in a huge German drug cartel called IG Farben. So it was all about controlling the training of the doctors and the new foundation of Orthodox medicine is based on um, uh, Pasteur's germ theory. It's a totally flawed concept. Germ theory is completely flawed. You really and truly have to have a down immune system in order to get things. If you have a good immune system, you're not going to get sick. It doesn't matter if somebody is coming to going to come breathe on you. But in germ theory, they had to be able to establish that germ theory as a fact in order to sell everybody on what was coming with pharma as well. And vaccines too. So a disease condition is viewed by the orthodoxy as an isolated event, like an infection or a virus, 
and the new training of treatment would be a chemical solution or surgery to cut it out. This is why they only wanted, they wanted doctors dealing with basically symptoms and scripts. Alternative medicine had explored all of those uh, stressors and why it happened and then treat the cause because it was about health. Why is that happening to you? But now it was about you can catch any disease and now you are going to treat the symptoms only. So they divided up healthcare into doctors who get to diagnose symptoms like what is the matter with me? And second, what can be done to relieve me? This was the new job of the doctors. And public health gets to do the prevention and the mode of spread. See how they see how they got that? They got the germ theory is fact, and then they got the mode of spread and the preventing uh, disease. <laughs> so they got the whole banana around the symptom writing scripts for the doctors. You see how they did that all on a lie from hookworm? So Welch designed Johns Hopkins around what he had learned in Germany. He had modeled it after that. I bet you did not see that coming. (laughs) Yeah. So his students, Welch's students included Walter Reed of the Walter Reed Medical Center for the veterans. Um, All kinds of people. And he was also president of the new AMA, American Medical Association. Boy, director of Johns Hopkins, president of the AMA. The AMA would then become the gatekeeper for deciding what training our doctors would get. (laughs) All government controlled, all Rockefeller controlled. He was internationally known as the Dean of American Medicine. How convenient after being trained in Germany on pharma. And Welch was the founding editor of Journal of Experimental Medicine. Brings us all of our fun drugs that we have today. Did you catch that? Experimental medicine? And the scientists that he studied with over in Germany were creating, I mean discovering, they just discovered anthrax. (laughs) No, they didn't create it in a lab or anything. No, they, they discovered it. Oh, anthrax was just waiting to be found. They do that a lot. It was all started in the 1800s with the discovery of those synthetic dyes, the dye for clothing. And, um, and Hoich set out in 1863 on Main River near Frankfurt. At the time, its entire capital consisted of three horsepower steam engines and a small boiler um, with arsenic acid boiling together, producing a synthetic fuchsia dye. So before that, we used natural dyes that came from plants and so forth. So this new concoction would then be that start of pharma. Welch was also brought in to solve the problem of the 1918 Spanish flu, which was neither Spanish nor a flu. It was the result of using the troops as guinea pigs in Kansas as a new vaccine experimental program. Welch was involved in that. It's amazing how their names keep popping up. The Spanish flu attacked healthy people in their prime. Think about it. Healthy people in their prime that would never get that sick, right? Bacterial pneumonia attacks people in their prime. So flu attacks really the young and the old and the immunocompromised, but people in their prime troops. Yeah. That came from a vaccination program, not just happenstance. There's always a cause and effect. So in actuality, bacterial pneumonia was the real killer and thousands of autopsies confirmed that fact. And researchers looked at more than 9,000 autopsies and there was no negative, um, um, you know, culture results, right? 
And uh, and of course, you know, this is what this is what they said. And then how much of that role did Welch actually play in that military program? So before nuclear weapons, chemical companies played this huge role in arming a country. Um, They developed mustard gas and heroin and Zyklon B, right, used in gas chambers. Or did they just discover those things? No, no, they created them. And so in 1925, it was decided by the leaders of the chemical industry that two cartels would merge into a single company um, called the IGF, IG Farben. The Interessen, German Schaft, Farbenwork, or IG Farben. That's how IG Farben got its name. And Hitler would have never become Hitler without IG Farben paying for him to get into power. See, we have the same thing now. Pharma controls our government. Hitler relied on IG Farben. He could have never d- did what he did. And that's Bayer. Bayer hoitched chemicals. What we all take, Bayer aspirin, Bayer, okay? And then they called this conglomerate Council of the Gods. This is how narcissistic and demented and evil these people are. Council of the Gods, they called themselves when they met. These chemicals would be used in gas chambers to annihilate innocent people. And this is where, and the American IG Farben, that division would take root because the American version was under the direction of Germany, although they didn't want to tell people this. They did this through a Swiss company called IG Chemie. It's a, to keep that little liaison secret. They put it through the, the Swiss so they could keep the owners of this again, you know, away from everybody. They didn't really want the connection to Germany with the wars we were fighting. So IG Farben was convicted of war crimes against humanity. Really what everybody should be convicted of right now in the pharma industry, right? That's producing these shots. And they didn't want it to be known that the America had a division. And guess who was involved with that? Alan Dulles, the airport, Dulles Airport. Okay, so his brother, John Foster, uh, Dulles was an attorney. These Dulles boys, man, deep, deep, deep state. And they became the representative of several major German companies, such as IG Farben and IG Chemi over here. And then, of course, the British had Imperial Chemical Industries. It was really all the same thing. And it was these agreements that were signed by the Rockefeller-controlled Standard Oil Company of New Jersey that Farben helped the Third Reich to gain these important advances in the development of synthetic rubber and gasoline. Yes, the Bush's family was Standard Oil. Yeah. You wonder why I can't stand the Bushes. Their, their history is just sick. And, uh, and then IG Farben became a shareholder in the New Jersey Oil Company in Standard Oil, second only to John D. Rockefeller Jr. himself, working together. And in 1941, Senator Harry Truman read Standard Oil's 1939 letter to renew its agreement with Farben. And which made it clear that the Rockefellers company was prepared to work with the Nazis, whether their own government was at war with the Third Reich or not. Truman's Senate committee on the national defense was outraged, began a probe. And suddenly, however, the whole matter was dropped. There was a reason for the Rockefellers escape. It was blackmail. They never had to list their owners. They were um, they were protected by the Swiss company was ran through the Swiss. You ever wonder why the Swiss were never bombed in in uh, World War II. Do you realize that we did all of our, our, our uh, military stuff out of the IG Farben building in Germany and it was never bombed? Did you ever wonder about that? Huh. Um, 
So there's that. <laughs> so there's a whole story there, too, about um, they wanted uh, to name the, na- the Nazi patents for chem- for chemicals. Remember, do you guys remember Operation Paperclip? We took all the Nazi scientists over here and employed them. Put one at the head of NASA. Um, and those were also one of the Nazi scientists that came up with the whole theory on global warning- warming that he said was only a theory. But then Al Gore took it and ran with it so that he could get elected into office using global climate warming. <laughs> and that horrible little movie came out of that. Uh, that they still play today. Um, inconvenient truth. Well, it's an inconvenient lie. Anyway, so when I come back, I want to kind of bring you up to speed on maybe some things that have not been said. And I think this is important because when you start to see this picture layout, you're going to understand so much more, I think, about about pharma and the whole vaccine crusade. Remember that we lived in a time when you we had great sanitation and that was the reason that we had diseases that spread easily was bad sanitation so at a time in history when we have the best sanitation on earth we have to have vaccines for everything doesn't make sense does it why would we need those we're finally free of all that we have good sanitation ah so now you know why pharma became the big big um conglomerate that it is too All right. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. I'll take calls in the next hour, by the way. I just want to get through that basic bulk of of information, but there's more. There's a little bit more coming. So um, so if if this is on podcast, get the next part of this because then it'll all make sense. Be right back. (laughs) 